0: I get the honor of uh, introing to um, Pastor Russ, and uh, he really truly has a pastor's heart, and he will ride out with you whatever it is that you're going through. And so, um, so today he's going to share with us a little bit more. You're amazing, Russ. So thank you. Wow. Wow. Let's see. I should stand somewhere where you can see this. Can you see the screen while I'm standing here? Sure. Is that good? All right. Cool. So, oddly enough, we're going to we're going to explore more about the shack. Um, and I encourage you to engage with this in a way that put, you, you put yourself in. Well, I'm I'm going to get to talk to people about the shack. Okay, so this is not this is not a spectator talk. This is this is an engage talk. Okay, I'm inviting each of you to engage with with the Lord about about actually engage, talking with people who have seen the shack or might see the shack, uh, and what are you going to do? Okay, what am I going to do? <laughs> and um, that little note up there, that was the note that Mackenzie found in his mailbox with no tracks around, the, and there, it was in the snow and there was no tracks, and he was wrestling with whether or not this was really Papa. His wife called God Papa. He had, he had more of a theological background, but he was, this, is, this was an invitation for him to engage with God in the midst of His great sorrow, we've had the privilege. We have this this church, and I, I'm, I'm amazed at the people who come and speak, and people come and share with this this, this modest fellowship. And uh, a while ago, this woman named Lonnie Neder came not to speak, but to but to enjoy time with us. I think did she speak to? She spoke to. That's right. And uh, a friendship was formed, uh, and, and sh- her husband, Gil, was the producer of The Shack, and she is a co-producer of The Shack, but she is also a major intercessor. And she, and she had a group of intercessors, and they prayed this movie in. And that's part of why it's such a luminous experience. That's a large reason why. And, and I'd like just, if you, if you don't mind, I'd like to take a moment right now just to agree together. For, uh, for God to use the shack in all the ways he wants, to, as widespread and as deep as he wants to go in the world with this movie. So we, we do agree with you, Holy Spirit, to share the news of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit throughout the world, throughout the world, even in countries that may not usually even allow Christian witness, and that you would go deep in people's hearts, and reveal yourself as they watch, as they engage with this movie, as they watch this movie. May it be a supernatural experience for many. Wow. Mm. And we can be part of the Trinity's desire for this movie, and this is part of a bigger thing that God's doing in this season on the earth. Of, of suddenly things are coming alive it's, it's like it's like in the Narnia line, <laughs> the witch in the wardrobe and, and uh, it's been it's always winter and never Christmas remember that and suddenly Aslan is on the move I shouldn't do that <laughs> Aslan is on the move and suddenly spring's breaking out the, 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 the white witch is no longer able to hold the kingdom in thrall yeah. Oops, I went by two. Go back, go back. There. Oops, this goes really fast. Oh, they were, I was being helped. Thank you for the help. So one of the key things I think for all of us is actually to listen well. Many folks carry stories about their own great sadness with them. And Paul Young, when he came to us the first time, talked about the many, many opportunities he's had to listen to people's great sadness. And he considered that a sacred honor. And one of the most loving things we can do with anyone at any time is truly listen to their story. Listening, have you, ever, have you noticed that a lot of people really have a hard time listening to you? Yeah. It's, it, actually, it actually means you need to quiet, quiet your own agenda and be present with somebody. It's a great gift we give each other when we do it. And here's a tip. Um, if, if you find people wanting to share their great sadness with you or talk about the movie and eventually end up sharing about something that they have wrestled with, I, enc- I encourage you to uh, listen with empathy. Empathy. And resist trying to paper over, like, it's really not that bad. That's what I mean by paper over, kind of wallpaper over the issue. Thank you, Brent. So listen with empathy. There's a, By the way, just as a sidelight, there's a wonderful three-minute short animation by Brené Brown called Empathy. Highly recommend it. And uh, so, so don't paper it over. Don't give them platitudes. or don't, I encourage you not even to use you know, scriptures to try and minimize what they've been through. Because we do that sometimes, don't we? When we don't want to feel someone else's pain, we'll just throw out something to, to make ourselves feel better. But it doesn't really help, does it, when you've been on the receiving end? Yeah. Okay. One click. Wow. I'll have to keep an eye on that. <laughs> Life can be excruciating for some of us. Anybody been through some excruciating things? Yes. (laughs) I hear that, yes. (laughs) By the time you get to a certain age, most of us have been through at least one excruciating thing. Uh, And so we begin to wonder, like Mac in the story. By the way, how many of you have seen the movie we're talking about, The Shack? I'd say about two-thirds, three-quarters or so. That's good. How many of you actually got through the book? Well, about the same, actually more. Wow. Some people started the book and couldn't keep going. How many of you had a hard time getting through the book? I sure did. I was like, I had to go back later because I couldn't, couldn't handle it the first time. So, so is a, is the question many of us have is, is a loving God truly there in the midst of my great sadness? And that was something that God wanted to help Mac with in this in the story in the story of the shack so since most of you have read it and a lot of you have already seen it I'll just really briefly set, set up the next scene we're going to show a little a couple of little clips from the movie um, so Mac is a, a young father has three kids um, you find out that when he was a boy his Father was very abusive, beat his mother, and when Mac tried to get help, his father found out and beat him mercilessly through a night. And uh, so he was—he was, he was kind of shut down, understandably, because of that experience. Uh, but yet he was—he was loving as best he could, and trying trying to be honest with his children and encourage them. And uh, one one very hard day, in kind of the end of summer. A family was on a camping trip and he saved his son from drowning underneath a canoe but his daughter was abducted by a serial killer and they found some evidence of it but never found her body and now I think it's it's like four years later they they didn't say that in the movie maybe they did and uh, he gets this note in the mailbox the note said Mackenzie it's been a while I've missed you I'll be up at the shack next weekend if you want to get together, Papa. That was the note. So Mac, Mac finally decides he's, it would drive him crazy, so he goes up to the shack. God doesn't seem to show up. He's he gets really angry, and then then eventually he, he uh, sees Jesus walking by. This 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 guy with a with some um, a young guy with with some lumber timber that he cut, getting ready for a fire invites Mac to come along, and the shack has now changed. It looks very nice, and rustic, but very nice. And he meets Papa, who's this African-American woman. And Jesus, and Sarayu, who's the Holy Spirit, and starts having these conversations that are very, very powerful and deep. So, here's a couple of, here's, here's one conversation he's having with Papa, played by Octavia Spencer, in the kitchen. a somehow, you let my little girl die. When she needed you most, you abandoned her. I never left her. If you are who you say you are, Where were you when I needed you? Son, when all you see is your pain, you lose sight of me. I'm not who you think I am. He said it himself. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? You misunderstand the mystery. Don't ever think that what my son chose to do didn't cost us both dearly. Love always leaves a mark. Was powerful many people have that kind of question some who didn't feel like God was there they solve it by deciding there is no God at least for a while or that they don't know. And they try to harden their hearts and and soldier on. When important people in our lives when we're young, like mom or dad, were not there for us when we were young, when they did not lovingly take care of our needs for affection, touch, comfort, physical needs, etc., or worse, when the important people were scary, like Mac's dad was. We have a hard time having health, healthy relationships and emotional resilience. We tend to do one of two things. We either withdraw emotionally, like Mac did, or some folks kind of seesaw in between anxiety and a little bit of hope, and they kind of seesaw back and forth because it's just so scary having relationships when they've had those kinds of experiences. But God wants to heal that, doesn't he? And he puts the lonely in families, so sometimes we receive love, affirmation, acceptance in our, in our church family or our home group or small group. And that, we get healed in lots of ways. God heals us through lots of ways. It uh, doesn't, doesn't necessarily require that you have a, a shack experience. He does it in lots of ways. But we we all fear being vulnerable and then abandoned. And that's that's what, what Mac is wrestling with. And I believe it stirs up things in all of us. Um, and maybe it stirred up things in you as you read the book or watched the movie. And even just watching that right now may have stirred some things up. So... Can I just pray for you for a moment? Thank you, Papa, that you, you meet us right where we are. And you know better than we ourselves know our pain, our woundedness, our traumas. And some of us have a hard time trusting anybody, including you. But we want to trust you. We went just like Susan was saying earlier. We want to let you in. We want we want you to be the pace maker over our emotional heart. So as as much as we can, even if it's just just a little crack, we we open up in hope that you're as good as you are portrayed in the shack, as as you are portrayed in. Other people's stories, as she as whispered to Todd on Sundays, he watched the sack, that you really are that good, that personal, that loving, that kind, that concerned about our hearts and our lives. Yeah. We want to go on a journey with you, Papa. Further, deeper, higher. We want to get to know your Son Jesus better. We want to experience the Holy Spirit, not as concepts, not as religious ideas that we're supposed to believe, even though we have no—it's not a reality for us—but as as living persons who we get to converse with, and we get to do stuff with, and we get to enjoy and laugh with. Amen. So I mentioned that I wanted you to, enga- I wanted to invite you to engage. <laughs> um, so, in just a little while. I'm going to invite you to actually pair up with someone you don't know very well and and share a story but first we're going to ask Holy Spirit to bring up a story. yeah oops it'll go too far again. Wow I'm getting ahead of myself a lot today yeah so besides so I'd like you to also practice listening so when you're not sharing your story, I'd like you to practice really listening to the person who's sharing. The story, the God story that they're sharing with you. Yeah, people often want to know, is God really loving, really present, really real? And that's part of what we get to do when we share our stories, is we get to let them know that. So listen, and then also, if, they, if there's grace for it, to share one of our stories with them. So who knows, God may have you share with other people the story he's going to bring up for you tonight to share So let's ask the Holy Spirit to bring to mind one story from our life. Just go ahead and close your eyes if you want to. You don't have to. Holy Spirit, bring to mind a story of our experience with with God, with Papa, with Jesus, with Holy Spirit. So I encourage you not to try and go through the Rolodex of your mind, but just let something rise up to the surface. Anyone need a little more time if you do just raise your hand Nope, okay. looks like we're all good. Okay, so I encourage you to find someone you don't know well. This is makes the practice a little more real, right <laughs> I need to keep track of the time I'm sorry. thank you for asking Mark William I, I need to kind of I need to kind of keep track of the time for people thank you yeah, and if you haven't found someone would you raise your hand and look around for someone else who's raising their hand I, I see Julia I see okay okay I <laughs> Okay, yeah, you. Well, Karen could use a partner. Go ahead. Go ahead and stay with her. It's okay. Well, go ahead though. I think everyone's paired up. Anyone still needing somebody? All right. So I'm going to give you about five minutes, maybe four and a half, to sh- one of you to share your story, and the other one can ask questions if if it seems right. So how was that? cool. We really, we really want you know, tr- uh, our gatherings to be interactive and so thank you for interacting and engaging and I hope you feel more confident about doing this with somebody else and what I, what I, I think would be good to do if, if you want to, I, there's no, no coercion coercion doesn't really get any points in the kingdom does it? Doing things because doing things you have to or you're supposed to. It needs to be out of out of the heart all kingdom matters are matters of the heart as leif has taught us leif hetland so if you're willing i'd like us as many of us who are willing to say god i'm willing to to interact with the people you want to bring into my into my spheres either you know at work at the store my friends transportation whatever it is i'm i'm if you're willing you can say it, <laughs> but you don't have to if you don't want to. to en- I'm willing to engage with those you bring to me and help me be aware of the ones you bring to me. Highlight them and go, ding, ding, ding. This is, this is one of those you, you said you wanted to, ha- to interact with. <laughs> you all ready? All right, and again, you don't have to say it. No coercion. Just say, uh, Papa, I'm willing to engage with the ones you bring to me highlight them so i see them and give me your inspiration amen he's he's faithful to answer those kinds of prayers by the way <laughs> how many of you have prayed prayers like that and it happened and you went oh wait i'm not as comfortable as i thought i'd be <laughs> Um, almost all the things that are important are come at what feels like um, inconvenient times, right? So it's about loving the one that God brings to you. So I have a few nuggets from the shack I wanted to share with you. And we may not have time for the last part, but we'll go through what we got. There's a picture of Jesus, the, uh, the actor Abraham... Aviv Alush, I think his name is. And Mac, Mackenzie. Papa says to Mac, Only I can set you free, Mackenzie, but freedom can never be forced. Yeah. The goal is loving and free relationships, isn't it? The goal of Papa and Jesus and Holy Spirit are loving and free relationships. Love is not really love if manipulation or coercion is involved. So it's not like we're trying to sell a used car. Right? Or we're not trying to make people do things. It's Freedom can never be forced, which means... Only God can actually make this work. Only Jesus and Holy Spirit can make this really work. But we can be part of it, and we can act with the same heart and the same values that that the Trinity has. And the second quote, at this point, you don't even comprehend. Suddenly, voice has changed. Mm. You don't even comprehend that freedom is an incremental process. Paul Young said that's easily his favorite quote from the shack. And why, why do you think that might be? It's because so many of us think every, unless something happens like that, it's not going to happen. It's part of it, right? That um, some things happen suddenly and then there's a process. Or sometimes there's a process and there's, then there's a suddenly so I love leads. How many love leads when there's breakthrough? There's almost always process involved before and after that, though. <laughs> In an interview, actually the one that Shannon uh, shared on, uh, on Facebook um, with Paul Young, he talked about, how, about the unique complexity of how each of us has been damaged or wounded. He he said it's like a tangled, knotted, and muddy ball of string. And God takes us through each step of undoing the knots and untangling it all, but without breaking the string. But each of us is unique. So what works for us isn't going to work for somebody else. And it's really kind of um, arrogant to tell them, well, this worked for me, it should work for you. Right? Right? It's good to kind of grasp that we're all uniquely, we're uniquely affected by, the world and the devil, and to, and to honor the way God undone, uh, kind of untangles each of us without breaking, the string of our personhood is what I would call it. Yeah. So those would be enough to ponder for the rest of the night, anyway. But I got a couple. I got a couple more. Gently reaching out, this is a quote from the shack, from the book. Papa took Mac's hands in hers, flower-covered and all, and looking him straight in the eyes, she continued, Mackenzie, the truth shall set you free. And the truth has a name. And he's over in the woodshed right now, covered in sawdust. Everything is about him. And freedom is a process that happens inside a relationship with Jesus, with him. Truth is a person. He wants to have a relationship with us, or we get to have a relationship with him. And the process of freedom happens inside that relationship. Isn't that powerful? Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. Wow. 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 It feels like He's walking among us right now. <laughs> Jesus, we want that. We welcome that. So, the first two were about freedom. This one's about trust. Sara, you spoke, which is the Holy Spirit in the book, in the movie. Mackenzie, you cannot produce trust just like you cannot do humility. It either is or is not. Trust is the fruit of a relationship in which you know you are loved. Because you do not know that I love you, you cannot trust me, of course the whole I, the whole the whole purpose of the of the encounter at the shack was that Mackenzie would get to know the Holy Spirit and Jesus and Father God and experience the love the Trinity has for him so that he could trust isn 't that powerful to be released from thinking you had to trust before you knew you were loved. <laughs> that's a relief for some of us. Some of us have been told we have to trust somebody we never felt loved by. That's a re- that's, that can be a, re- a great relief and a freedom. Okay, trust is the fruit of a relationship in which you know you are loved. so be released <laughs> from the manipulation and coercion of anyone who who demands trust but you don't know you're loved by at least the deeper trust i mean we all have to give each other a, a, a certain level of trust just to have interactions but the deeper trust yeah yeah It's all about relationship. Trust comes from relationships where we, we know we're loved. And it all really starts within the relationship of the Trinity with each other. The one who created us has always been in community. It's always been in a loving relationship. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And as we learn in, in the book of John, it's always been the Trinity's plan that we would be able to come into the center of that relationship, to be included in that relationship. That was why Jesus came. that we would be one, you see and the Father are one. And that one doesn't mean we're all swallowed up in some kind of um, cosmic ocean, right? We still get to be people. We still get to be persons. We still remain indiv- um, our own person, in loving relationship, in communion, in community. So, and this is something, by the way, Susan and I have taken classes uh, uh, for something called sync, and the one who created it and teaches it likes to have us repeat this phrase. So, would you like to say it with me? It's all about relationship. <laughs> it's very applicable <laughs> to so many things. Yeah. I know we'll need to... Bring the children in soon. I have a couple of bit, a little bit more to share. You guys, good for hanging out a little longer. Okay. Uh, if, if you need to get your children, I mean, if your children are there, please do. We want we want the uh, the, the folks in children's church to keep on doing this. So <laughs> you can bring your kids back in here. I have a friend. I've known him since high school. His name is, well, I call him Jim Zumwalt, but in, in this thing, it's, he's called, in this, he, he was an ambassador. His name is James P. Zumwalt, as far as being an ambassador. And I know that small font, you may not be able to read it. But uh, that's a picture of him presenting his letter of credence to the president of Guinea-Bissau, H.E. Jose Mario Vaz, so when ambassadors go to a country for the first time, as that ambassador, they provide their credentials, they provide their letters of credence to say, I am empowered to be the ambassador for, for my country. And uh, the second, um, down below, you'll see my friend Jim, he's playing the drums with some other drummers of the of native, native folks of that, of that country, one of the things I really enjoy about Jim is he really enjoyed just getting out and doing stuff with people. He wasn't just kind of behind a desk where the important people came to see him. He went out and did stuff. He went out and dwelt among the people, really. And they, they gave him gifts. They would do their dances. They would show off their produce. They would, you know, it was, it was getting to know the people. I love that. So my question is, as ambassadors what are our letters of credence what are our credentials how do people know that that uh, we're ambassadors of another realm well one thing our king jesus lives in us and through us therefore we are well able to represent his kingdom and his realm because he's in us right the king his kingdom is 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 in each of us. We carry it around as representatives. From this comes our authority, the Greek word exousia, because we belong to him and he lives in us. Another another, uh, letters of credence are, is the Holy Spirit given to us? And that provides us power, He provides us dunamis power. The kingdom is not a matter of words, but of power. So, as ambassadors, we should have, we should be able to display signs signs that this is the realm where we are operating from, that we're representing. The fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit in us and through us bring heaven to earth, bring the realm that we're representing to earth, bring experiences of love, Beauty, kindness, wisdom, and the power of the Trinity. The kingdom we represent and express is righteousness, peace, and joy. In the Holy Spirit, so we sh- We one of the things that would be a, a hallmark of of our our, our letters of, of of credence would be joy, right? <laughs> and shalom that we would walk in shalom. And we don't always do that all perfectly. And I don't. I want. I don't want any of you to feel oh, no, I've got to do everything perfect. As a matter of fact, uh, we may feel dismayed and frustrated about ourselves and our brothers and sisters in God's family who did not display God's realm well. And if anybody felt that way? Yeah, about me myself and then about others too. So we need to acknowledge that our freedom and transformation is an incremental process. <laughs> what we heard earlier from, from Papa, Right? We haven't we need to give ourselves and others grace that we're growing into being more and more able to to represent God's realm as we yield our hearts to Jesus as we yield our hearts to God the freedom is freedom from independence I know that doesn't sound right to Americans <laughs> but Paul Young believes, and I agree with him, that that's one of the key issues: is Adam's desire, Eve's desire, to decide independently, to not to not do things out of relationship, but be independent, not not need to have that connection. So, isn't that interesting? Freedom, so I would say freedom from having to be independent, uh, from self-determined judgments. What what Mac went through in the cave, right? where he came face-to-face with what his judgments meant, and also the earlier conversation he had with Sarayu in the garden, where he decided what was right and wrong, what was good and evil. Selfishness, our self-protective mindsets, as well as freedom from the twisting and heartbreaking damage we've experienced. That's the other freedom, freedom from as, he, as God untangles us and takes out our knots and gives us, gives us freedom from being twisted. It's, a really, it's really a journey from fear to trust and love. And this can only happen in a healthy relationship. So I bless you to be an ambassador. And give yourself grace if you're not where you'd like to be. But uh, know that that uh, Holy Spirit so much wants to touch this world through you, through each of us, imperfect as we are. As Blaine Cook said last weekend, how many of you? How many of you were at the uh, Jesus Awakening? Yeah, G- Blaine said God has lowered the bar so low, many of us are just tripping in <laughs> to uh, to being basically to being God's representatives. He's lowered. Did that encourage you? Encouraged me. The whole weekend really, really encouraged me. Uh, I, saw, I saw Blaine, I saw Joanne, I saw Brent communicating out of this flow of the Holy Spirit. And I went, I so want that too. This flow of just being yourself and being with God and ministering um, as he leads rather than um, out of some kind of formula. That's what we all want, don't we? So Holy Spirit, come and help us all live out of that flow. Live out of that flow of, of your life, of your wisdom, of your love. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. So, hmm. so I encourage you if you want to engage more about being an ambassador with God, or just enjoy the conversation. And if someone need prayer, there was a prayer team here today, uh, could if you have the prayer team people, if you'd come forward, if anyone would like a prayer team to pray for you for healing, for th- things you're wrestling with, you come up and get prayer. God bless you, love you, but and good night.